You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Hey guys, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. This is your brother, Fayyazul Rahman, aka the Scottish guy in Saudi Arabia. Today I want to take you on a trip to one of the cities that I have traveled to and I want to share my experiences with you. Turkey. Turkey is known for many things. Um, when we think about Istanbul, we think about uh, many buzzwords like Asia, Europe, its history, Bosphorus, food, friends, family, Sultan Ahmed, Hagia Sophia, and many, many other wonderful things. The list can go on forever. Um, for us, it's really a mix between the East and West in every way possible. We experience this from everything that we've seen and everything that we've done, from the food, to the people, to the weather, and transportation, and the architecture. It was new and it was old. So basically I want to pick out a few main points of our trip to Istanbul and I want to share it with the people listening. So first of all, um, why did we choose Istanbul? In short, it's because my wife said so. <laughs> no, uh, really, really, uh, it's because of the, the deep history, uh, the old buildings, uh, the food, and the connection that we have with all of these things, especially as Muslims. Um, we were really interested, or I was really interested in the food, uh, and my wife was interested in the handcrafted goods, uh, the architecture, and we were both interested in the history, and that's why both of us decided to go to Istanbul and check it out. Cultural or religious connections, if any. As I mentioned before, the religious connection runs deep through the city and the country. Istanbul boasts how Muslims used to live their lives and it's amazing to see how the sultans indulge in the goods this world has to offer. From the huge mansions and palaces, to the massive courtyards, to the impeccable designs of buildings, to the handwoven carpets, to the famous Ottoman style towels and fabrics. We can really see how and where the Muslims can get to if they work hard and stick together. If anything, it made us feel that we can achieve so much more in this life and we felt a sense of pride in our Muslim predecessors because they really knew how to live their lives and capitalize on any opportunities. Opportunities which I believe we miss nowadays. Where should you visit? Um, personally, we went to every single mosque possible. This included the big ones that we see on TripAdvisor and all these websites and it also included the ones that are not mentioned anywhere. Although the structures of these mosques are the same, each mosque has its own beautiful story, history and people. <clears throat> we thoroughly enjoyed making our own plans and checking out our own places. Aside from the mosques, the best things for us were the Bosphorus Cruise, the Topkapi Palace, the Grand Bazaar, the Galata Tower, and many others, but these ones, they stood out the most. Funny story actually, my wife was told to buy the tickets for these places online like Hagia Sophia and Top Cafe Palace. This was to prevent us from standing in line for hours on end and it was the same price. So we went ahead and booked it, but what we didn't know was that we were supposed to print the tickets and take them with us. We thought having the tickets on our phone was enough. Like having a boarding pass in the airport, you know, the guy just scans the barcode from your phone, no problem. But no, um, in these places they had the old school turnstiles where you actually have to feed or insert the ticket. Like the undergrounds in Glasgow. Anyway, not knowing this, the missus and I, silent and smugly, 
walked by the what seemed like endless queues and we skipped the whole thing. <clears throat> Lots of people were standing there looking at us, sweating, you know, dying to get closer to the to the checkout counter, to the counter, and there we were, just skipping the whole queue. At the front, the security guard asked if we had bought tickets online, to which we responded in the affirmative. He led us through the first check-in, and at the second one was the metal detector, phones, keys, belts off, and everything. So, we went through that. Now, the final check, this is where we show our tickets. This was our last hurdle, then we are into the top, Cape Palace, Hadji Sophia, everything. The woman said, tickets please. And as soon as I took my phone out, she looked happy because she knew that she was going to reject me. It was hot, it was a tiring day, so this could have been like a mini win for her. She was miserable and misery loves company, so as I took my phone out to open the image, she said, Did you not print it off? With a big cheeser, you know, a big smile on her face. I said, No. Uh, music to her ears. She said, Then you can't enter the top cafe palace. The exit is this way, please, sir. Please leave. Luckily, our hotel was nearby and we printed it off and came back the next day. My only issue is that imagine our hotel was far, far away from the site. I don't know if I would have had it in me to go all the way back and come back. Anyway, it's done. The reason I'm telling you is don't make this mistake. Make sure you have a printout there when you go to the palace. Or you can just be a normal people and just wait in the queue and just buy it when you are there. Another thing that the wife and I enjoyed to do while we were in Istanbul is just take time out and just walk around the city to get the real feel of the city, the streets and people. As we were doing this one day, we stumbled upon one of these tour shops where they offer tours of random things all over Istanbul and Turkey. And uh, one thing that enticed us was the Bosphorus cruise. Now the Bosphorus runs in between Asia and the European part of Turkey. It's very beautiful and we were enticed into checking out what this, um, this cruise has to offer. The salesman, obviously being a salesman, he wanted to say anything to get us to go. And on top of that, he said, you know, you're Muslim and you have a nice beard which obviously I do um, so so he he gave us some type of discount and he made us a deal that we just could not refuse we went ahead and paid for the, the tickets and he said that um, he's going to come pick us up and so on and so forth so he picked us up the next day we waited for him, dressed all nice what we didn't know was that we were the first hotel on his list of 6 to 7 hotels so by the time we got to the cruise, we were sitting in a minivan for about three hours, which is, you know, draining, mentally draining. That was the first slight letdown. The second thing that was a letdown for me especially, not really my wife, was the food. Now, he said that you have a halal option and non-halal option in the cruise. Obviously, you know, being Muslim, we went for the, the halal option uh, and the halal option was all vegetables. Now for me, that isn't classified as a meal, that's a snack. So once we had our, you know, three vegetables, I was still starving, but now we're on the Bosphorus and I can't just go and get some food from the restaurant or from, you know, a, a corner shop or anything. 
So that was the second letdown. And uh, if you know me, when I'm hungry, then I'm grumpy. And when I'm grumpy, then I snap at people and I just get mad. So that was the second letdown. So I'm smelling and I'm hungry. And now we're sitting in the, the main hall where they were going to show us some traditional, you know, halal entertainment. The first uh, 20 minutes or so was halal. You know, children were just dancing and showing the uh, Turkish style dances. But the rest of the, the cruise, about an hour and a half, the entertainment was most certainly, certainly not halal. And I was, we were both forced to go to the deck and just spend the time there. Now, Alhamdulillah, um, you're on the Bosphorus, even if you're outside on the deck, looking around, it's beautiful, it's picturesque, the stars were reflecting off the Bosphorus, on the left you could see Asia, on the right was Europe, the lights lit up the whole path, it was such a beautiful um, image. In hindsight, if I could have asked the salesman two or three questions, the first one would be, what time are you going to pick us up? <coughs> And what time is the cruise starting? Well, he picked us up at one hour, three hours later the cruise started. That's our fault. Second thing, ask him not about halal or haram, ask him what's on the menu. And the last thing is that specifically, can you tell us what is the entertainment? Nevertheless, we really enjoyed um, staying in the deck and looking around and really experiencing um, what Istanbul has to offer at night. Finally, what to eat. We have arrived to my favorite subject. If anybody knows me, I like my food. Uh, and in Turkey, the Turks are known for their kebabs. I'm not talking about your donor from the chippe around the corner. I'm talking about the, the real donor, the, the donor that Turks are known for. If I was to recommend uh, things to eat, I would say kebabs. Just try all of their kebabs. They're really, really good. Quality is really good. I tried at least one or two every day. However, if you get homesick, uh, the good thing about Istanbul, especially, it's very diverse. You can find, you know, your typical biryani or your kapsa or any of these things um, around the corner. There is a restaurant that goes by the name of Mado. It's very, very popular. It's slightly up class. Uh, it's very good quality, and they have authentic. Turkish food, Turkish ice cream. The, the 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 Turkish ice cream is weird. It's like they don't give you it in scoops. It's like long and stretchy. It's it's almost like you know chewing gum or you know that, that's the kind of consistency it has. Um, anyway, I'm not, I'm not making it sound to be that good, but it is really really good. You should try it. And then uh, while you're um, out and around, they have uh, these. Um, bits of bread called simit. They should cost about two liras, which is, I don't know, 30p, 40p. Uh, and it's very, very good. It's like a bagel. It has like sesame seeds and things on it. Uh, my wife really enjoyed the one with Nutella inside it. You know, it's two and a half or three liras. And it's very good. It's cheap. It's good to keep you going. Um, and obviously, you need to try the Turkish tea. The last question is, will I go back to this place? Definitely 100% yes. We were there for about six or seven days and I wish we had more time. The people there are very nice. 
They are accommodating to the tourists. They always offer a helping hand, and just generally, it's a very, very nice place. It makes you feel、um, like you're home in the sense that the adhan goes off. You can go to the mosque,、um, especially for Muslims in Britain. We have、uh, an issue with the identity, whereas in in Turkey or Istanbul, we feel like we are at home. Adhan goes off. Go to the mosque. Um, the food there, most of it is halal, and it's, it's something that I do see myself spending some more time in this city. Inshallah. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at Arc Dot Score or check out the Arc Media app.